summer evening here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'm really excited for today's topic, dealing with dance drama and creating a positive dance community. Before we get into it, just a quick reminder that enrollment for the Inner Circle is now open. The Inner Circle is my online membership program that includes over 15 courses specifically designed for Irish dancers age 10 through adult to help them become the strongest, fittest, fiercest dancers they can be. The reason FeshFit's Inner Circle is different than any other program is because each of the 15 plus programs tells you exactly what to do each day based on your training history, age, and improvement goals. These courses are all set up as 12-week courses to help you improve turnout, toe height, arching, posture, clicks, and get those super tight straight lines while also improving your overall strength, power, and stamina. So you don't have to try to figure out how to fit in all the different things. I tell you exactly how to program it out each day. The fun part is you also earn points for completing completing each of your workouts as well as completing different positivity habits. And at the end of each month, there is a Fesh Fit Athlete of the Month that is announced live on Instagram. So you can check out more, check it out by heading to www.ruFeshFit.com. That's A-R-E-Y-O-U, FeshFit.com. Or you can shoot me a message on Instagram at R-U-FeshFit. You guys ready for today's topic? I definitely am. And just a heads up, guys, I know my voice is a little uh, raspier than usual today. I had my older brother's wedding over the weekend, which was so much fun. But it was a lot of talking and celebrating and cheering and crying and laughing. So my voice is still paying for it. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Here we go. We talk a lot about the physical side of dance and we talk a lot about our mindset with dance itself. But today we're gonna talk about something a bit different um, and talk about the dance community and your dance community. And today we're gonna talk, specifically, we're gonna talk about how you can create a positive community within your dance circle. Now, it's no secret that the majority of Irish dancers are female. And when we take a bunch of highly competitive girls and put them in a dance studio, sometimes drama and gossip and judgment and, you know, some jealousy can creep in. Now, I know this isn't all girls and all dance groups, but I'm just saying I've posted something on Instagram asking you guys what you wanted to learn from this podcast in a really big topic or um, idea that came back over and over and over again from your answers was how to deal with dance drama and the overly competitive nature and you know the gossip and judgment that sometimes goes on in dance groups. So that's why I'm talking about this topic today. And girl drama is not something that just happens in the dance studio. If we talk about it in the dance studio, it's a great opportunity to learn from it and carry um, creating a positive culture and creating this positive, loving atmosphere into other areas of your life. Some of my episodes, I like to get more scientific, but today I simply want to talk to you guys open and more candidly about certain things that I've found create a toxic community and other things you can do to create a loving, welcoming community. 
through my own years as a dancer and then you know living in a sorority house with 80 plus girls working as a middle school camp counselor for four plus years and now working as a coach I've learned a lot of ways that um, I've personally found helpful in changing a toxic environment into a positive more loving community so I'm going to share what I've observed what I've learned and what I found works really well when it comes to dance friend groups specifically that feel toxic there seems to be three universal themes that take place number one is gossip number two is judgment and number three is jealousy our actions create a ripple effect if we engage in gossip judgment and jealousy it ripples out to those around us and leaves us feeling really heavy and negative and frustrated and you know closed off but just like more negative actions create a ripple effect kindness in a community also creates a ripple effect if you remember one thing here remember this you can't control the actions of others only what ripples you create i'm going to share a quick story of how i've seen the ripple effect in my own life years ago i was working and as a trainer living and working as a trainer in downtown Chicago. And I rode the train quite a bit. Um, one night coming home late on the train, I walk on and there is a mom who is clearly exhausted and having a rough time. She had her crying baby in one arm and her daughter, who was probably around four, sitting in the row in front of her. The little girl, the little four-year-old, was yelling and crying about how she had to go to the bathroom and how she was hungry and blah, blah, blah. And the mom was yelling yelling at someone on the phone. I don't know exactly who it was. It sounded like some guy she was either like seeing or dating, but I'm not entirely sure. But she was on the phone yelling about everything that was wrong with their relationship. And the whole train car was filled with this really uncomfortable tension. And I walk on and sit down. The guys across from me were around my age and were snickering and staring at this totally exhausted, clearly frustrated mom. The lady next to me was rolling her eyes and, you know, looking at the mom, rolling her eyes, sighing, not creating positive vibes here and I felt so uncomfortable number one just because there was this really awkward heavy tension in this train car but then also this lady this mom was obviously struggling and it seemed like people were using her struggle as almost entertainment or wait like looking at her and making themselves feel better that they weren't her and they're making it known to her that they were annoyed or amused by her I wanted to help this lady out more than anything since you know she was having a bad day and this just wasn't a great situation so although it felt very uncomfortable <laughs> I knew I had to do something because it just felt like the right thing to do I went up to the little girl and sat down next to her I happened to have some glittery stickers from a project I was working on earlier um, so I sat down and handed her one she instantly cheered up and smiled she showed her mom the sticker with a big grin on her face and her smile and her amusement made her mom smile and calm down a bit. Her mom calming down and smiling and no more screaming helped the baby calm down. Seeing that, the guys who were snickering at the woman and staring and the woman rolling her eyes, they all stopped and smiled. And the entire energy of the 
this train car changed. It started with a caring thought and action, just a single caring thought and action, and then rippled out and changed the entire environment. The actions in the environment, as well as the energy and the feeling in the environment. One small action changed the entire environment. Real quick, I want to be super clear here. I'm not telling you this story to like to my own horn and everyone be, and be like, wow, everyone, look how nice I am. And I honestly feel kind of uncomfortable even telling this because I don't want anyone to think that I'm sitting back here and being like, look, what an awesome thing I did. The reason I'm sharing this because I want to share with you guys how cool it is is that simple actions you make, like simple kind actions go a long way and can completely change the energy of the room. I feel like a lot of times we feel like we're helpless in those kind of situations and don't realize that we're active participants in making the environment around us a good positive place. We sit there and act more like observers versus, you know, doing our part to help when we can. It's obviously not always appropriate to, you know, jump in, but I think it's cool to help jump in and help when we can. And, but anyways, let's talk specifically about the three universal traits of toxic dance groups and how to change them to grow a more supportive, loving environment. So things you can do in your own community to harvest this more supportive, loving environment. So toxic trait number one, like I said before, is gossip. Picture this. Someone comes up to you after dance class and says, Ugh, did you hear what Liz said today? She's so annoying. Or she's so weird. Or her mom is totally nuts. Or whatever it is. In that moment, you have the opportunity to continue the negative, mean-spirited ripple. Or you can start a more positive, loving ripple. A more negative ripple may sound something like this. Oh my gosh, I know. She said blah, blah, blah the other day. It was so dumb. Or I heard her mom did this one thing and then this happened and it was just like, it was so dumb. Or she looks, yeah, she looks so weird the other day when she did such and such a thing. So you can either say that and continue to grow that negative ripple or you can choose to turn things around and say, one of these two things. The first thing I really like is that's simple, easy, to the point is I'm doing a challenge for 30 days where I don't gossip. This is a really easy one if you feel kind of, if you're used to just jumping into the negativity and jumping in on, onto the gossip train, this is saying that you're doing a no gossip challenge is a really easy one that people don't question a lot. So for some weird reason, <laughs> it's bizarre. When you say I'm doing a challenge for anything, people automatically assume what you're doing is valid and go along or usually not all the time of course but usually if you just say I'm doing a challenge people are like oh yeah challenge and then they just agree that your challenge is a real thing Um, it's totally bizarre but it works it works the same with like healthy eating challenges if you go to a party or you trying to eat healthier and someone offers you like junk food and you want to try to stick to healthy eating if you say I'm doing a healthy 
eating challenge, that works. Or if you're like for me, I'm not a big alcohol drinker. And if I'm in a situation where I'm being pressured to drink and drink and drink, <laughs> my brain was moving a little bit faster than my mouth there. If I just simply say I'm doing a 30 day challenge where I don't drink, people assume that, you know, this challenge is a real thing. But anyways, long story short, uh, the whole thing, the, my whole point is if you just say I'm doing a challenge for 30 days where I don't gossip, that's an easy way to automatically shut down gossip. Or you can also say something you like about the person. That's option number two. It can be a specific quality or it can be something as simple as, huh, she's always been really nice to me and then just leave it at that. You can do other things you really like about the person, that's fine too, but it's really easy just said to shut down the conversation of bashing somebody, just, huh, she's always been really nice to me and then move on with a different topic. Statements like that, statements like the, like either the challenge or the compliment, I mean, or a specific quality you really like about someone immediately ends the gossip cycle. Gossiping for entertainment is more of a reflection of you than it is of the other person. It says, hey, rather than focusing on how I can improve myself, I'm going to spend my time judging another human. Before you say something about another person, ask yourself, how would I feel if someone said that about me? Whatever you do, stay away from mean-spirited entertainment gossip. And if it comes up, squash it. As I said earlier, you can't change someone else, but you can choose what kind of ripple you want to create. Last note on this, there are of course times when having a constructive conversation about a conflict with another person may be helpful. If you are having a problem with a person and need to gather your thoughts and want to prepare yourself to have a productive conversation with, you want to prepare yourself to have a conversation with a person you're having a conflict with, Sometimes it can be helpful to go to a trusted friend and have a productive conversation about how to best resolve your issue. That's one thing. But watch that you're coming from a place of finding a resolution, not gossiping for your own entertainment or out of your own insecurities. So that's number one, toxic trait, gossip, squash it by ending gossip. Number two, toxic trait number two is judgment. One of my absolute favorite quotes that I try to live my life by is be curious, not judgmental. I know I've talked a lot about this um, in being curious with yourself and not judgmental of yourself. And it also, the same thing goes for other people as well. Be curious of other people, not judgmental. Have you guys ever been around someone who you just feel on edge around, like you're walking on eggshells? Maybe they have a really negative view of the world and critique your every move, or they simply have a different point of view than you. Maybe you have someone in your class who is always bragging and annoying you or they have some other annoying habit. Here's the thing. It's not other people's job to fit into the mold of what you want them to be. Just like it's not your job to go around trying to fit into other people's perfect molds. We are all trying our best and we are all unique in that we have a set of things we are really good at and then we have other things that we have a lot of room for growth. 
We all have different life experiences that shape how we see the world. No one's lens is wrong. It's just different than ours. And we all have different lessons to learn in life. In return, every person you meet has something we can learn. If you spend all your time judging people, you miss the lesson they can teach you. Next time you find yourself starting to slip down the slope of, ugh, I can't stand this person. They're so annoying. Change it to this. I wonder what happened in their life to make them that way. That curiosity helps you grow. Judgment is a dead end. When we don't like someone or in the environment we're in, it's so easy to look around and start blaming everyone else, to start thinking that Susan needs to change or Kathy needs to stop doing such and such a thing. And even if that is totally valid, sitting around and judging their way of doing things doesn't help anything. Sometimes it's our job to step up and set the positive ripple in the group. Sometimes we are called to be that teacher or be that leader. If you look around an environment feels toxic, you can either leave, which sometimes may be necessary depending you know, where your own mental health is at and the best choice for you, or you can do what you need to to start a positive ripple. Now, setting a positive ripple is not trying to save and change everyone. You can't change other people. Your job isn't to change other people. Only they can change themselves. And often, when we try to step in and save people, we keep them from learning the lessons they are meant to learn in life. Instead, spreading a positive ripple means to approach people from a place of love and openness rather than critique and judgment. So that's our second trait here, um, or characteristic, or theme, if you want to call it, is judgment. And instead of being judgmental towards others, choose curiosity. Okay, so that's number two. For the third one, let's, um, we're going to talk about jealousy. Okay, so having a dance school with a lot of great dancers is awesome. It's fantastic. And sometimes with a lot of great dancers comes a competitive nature among dancers. That's totally normal. I get it, guys. It can feel stressful when you go to a major, see your friends do really well, and then feel a bit jealous. Jealousy is human nature. It doesn't mean that we aren't happy for other people if we have some jealousy. Even if you are totally thrilled for someone else's success, it's totally normal to feel a bit jealous at some points in our lives. And honestly, when I stopped, tried to like stop being jealous altogether, it led to me feeling bad for being jealous in the first place, which doesn't really help anything. It just left me feeling slightly jealous, then guilty for also feeling jealous on top of feeling jealous. <laughs> so instead of trying to avoid jealousy altogether, embrace it and turn it into inspiration. Rather than drowning in jealousy, get excited. For example, if someone from your school can get to a certain place, let's say they do really, 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 really well at a competition, it means you can too. Yes, you may have a harder competition, not be as naturally talented, whatever you know it is, but when you see someone who is where you want to be, rather than getting down on yourself, use it as fuel to help move you forward. Celebrate all success because success is contagious. 
Having great dancers surround you helps you raise your standards and pushes you to become better. To finish up today's episode, I want to give you guys a recap of what we talked about and some action items to help move you forward. Number one, you can change the energy of your community and environment, not by trying to save people, but rather starting kindness ripples. Number two, Before you speak about someone, ask yourself, how would it feel if someone said this about me? Number three, approach the day and the people around you from a place of curiosity, not judgment. And number four, turn jealousy into inspiration and fuel. Thanks for listening today, guys. And reminder, if you liked today's episode, please make sure to leave me a five-star review and snap a picture of this episode on your Instagram story and share it with a friend. When you share the podcast, it helps me a ton with growing it, and then I can create new episodes for you. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy day and listening, and I'll talk to you soon.